Hey everybody, it's Stuart Thompson. I wanted to direct you to some things that I would like you to listen to in addition to this great podcast. I have a fantastic album out called Dandy Man that I made with Radland Records. It is my first comedy album and I'd love for you to listen to it. It's available wherever you download your comedy. Pandora, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, it's there. I'd also like you to listen to Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. It's available at those same places wherever you stream and download your comedy. Pandora, Amazon, Apple, you name it, you can find him there. He's got a great set on that collection of comedy. So listen to my album Dandy Man with Radland Records and Luke on Bill Burr Presents The Ringers. Thanks for listening to those things and thank you for listening to this episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Late Night Podcast with Stuart and Luke. I'm Stuart Thompson. I'm not. That's Luke Schwartz. We got a really fun episode coming your way with Greg Santos. He's a very funny comedian. He is a, an actor. You've Lively seen him. guy. You've seen him. In all, he was always a life of the party. Yeah, he's a, he's a super social guy. We would hang out at the comedy store a lot uh, pre-pandemic mm-hmm. and hopefully soon post-pandemic. When's that coming? Uh, but he, you've also seen him in commercials uh, on your TV um, mm-hmm. So we had a really great conversation with him. That's coming your way very shortly. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend, uh, like us on and follow us on the social medias at the L8 Night Show. The Late Night Show. The Late Night Show. Yeah. We're on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on all the socials at Stuart B. Thompson. So you can follow mm-hmm. me for updates. And uh, Luke, where, where can they follow you? On the internet, I'm not hiding from anybody. Come, come at me, haters. <laughs> uh, yeah, come, uh, Luke's out there. You can follow him. And yeah, um, yeah man, dox I'm... me. <laughs> Sitting on the docks of the bay. <laughs> Where is that Otis Redding song? Um, yeah, the that's that's Otis Red receipts. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, man, I'm. I don't know. I'm feeling. A little, I'm feeling. A little more positive these days I, i've been we talk about it in the episode but i've been hearing these stories about like you, you tested know, positive no I'm, I'm feeling positive oh okay no i'm just uh it's just i got it i got a feeling inside me that's that's positive uh for COVID. Wow. the uh <laughs> yeah but yeah there's these stories that you know, make it seem like okay well maybe there's a chance we can like hog our relatives sometime soon and that just kind of gives me some some hope mm-hmm. which i'm uh i mean this president that we have this biden guy I don't know, but he says the vaccine's coming. Yeah, um, hopefully. I mean, it seems like it's coming to more places. It's, it's coming to a coming to a theater near you. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that more people get vaccinated, uh, just so we can all. Like I'm not. Well, yeah. I'm not dying. To I think ha- everybody is. I'm not dying to people hang are. out with like a bunch of people, but I'm I'm dying to hang out. Some people are, as we made that joke later in this episode. <laughs> Some people are dying to hang out. Yeah. And they're hanging out to die. Um, the, but I, I am I am hmm. excited to hang out with some more uh, hmm. some more people. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to go to a bar and you know not talk to anybody. That's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm excited to hug you. Like I, I yeah, I, we've done a, we've done a couple socially distanced visits. I I'm 
I, you know, it's interesting. I do. I am a big hugger, and then I think, no, I'm, no, I'm not. Because some people I really hug, and some people I really don't. And that's the whole story. I'm sorry. Well, it's nice to know that the uh, the love is reciprocated. Uh, mm-hmm. wasn't There's fishing, a lot but... of Luke trivia in this in this episode. We we have our first edition of Luke's quiz. Yeah, I think next week we might try a Stuart quiz. Yeah, we could try that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that I will write the questions for and the answers. Of <laughs> yeah, course, yeah, Luke, Luke will be penning all of it, uh, so naturally it'll be <laughs> mad uncomfortable. <laughs> or, or maybe we could even do a Luke quiz with one Stuart question in there. Oh sure, yeah, we could, yeah, ease us, ease our way into it. Yeah, Stuart's corner <laughs> of Luke's quiz. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, but this is a good episode. I think everyone, please be safe and enjoy. Greg Santos. I, I left it open. <laughs> I left it too open. Yeah, let's, let's run it back. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> I didn't realize you were. I think we got it. Okay. Yeah, I've... <laughs> enjoy this episode with Greg Santos, everybody. Greg Santos. Ah, shit. <laughs> Welcome back. We are very excited to have uh, an, a comedy friend, a soccer buddy of mine, a uh, very talented comedian, Greg Santos. It's so nice to see you, dude. How are you? Hello. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Hanging in, so man. So good. Dude, you know, dude. killing it. Life is good, man. What's wrong? There's nothing bad ever. <laughs> I, I agree. I miss playing soccer good. with you, man. I know. I do miss playing, but I've definitely accepted that uh, it was time to retire at my ripe old age of 37. <laughs> I was I did have a, a lingering thought because you we played in this uh, Santa Monica Adult League for a little while on Sundays. We it was it was very pro like actor entertainer, no slide tackling. Um, yeah, I was wondering if you had retired uh, from playing uh, because you wanted to keep your face pretty for all the commercials that we see you in. Well, do you remember? I'm not sure if you were uh, out of town when I wrecked my ankle. I th- I might have been in town. There was a game where you hurt your ankle pretty bad. Big time. It was like a uh, good analysis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm no doctor, but I mean that's what it looked like from my. Head. <laughs> Sounds like it hurt. <laughs> I'll send you guys some pictures. It was pretty disgusting, and wow. I uh, I had to be in a boot and crutches for like six to eight weeks. And oh, I remember shit. I got an audition request. Uh, from a casting director named Julie Ashton, who I absolutely adore, and she's like, yeah, I love a big her. Su- Thank you. <laughs> she's been a big supporter of mine. So I told my 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 reps at that time, I was like, I'm in a boot and a crutches. It doesn't seem like I should go in, and they're like, oh, they know. They just still kind of want to see you and see your take on it. And I remember, dude, I had to crutch. So I should have just said no. I think now I have the the confidence. I hope to be like, no, I don't think so. But I dude, I had to crutch there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm in the waiting room. I could see, I could see people were like, "What's this idiot doing here?" And I <laughs> this go, "Injured, yeah, fool." That's when I realized I was like, probably not the best thing to be uh, to affect potential money because if, I wrecked my for, ankle for a commercial. What was the commercial for? You didn't have to like run around in the commercial, no, did you? This was for a theatrical job. It was a television job. Uh, yeah, so then, from- then your ankle would heal. It's not like you're going in. Like, I don't yeah. think so. If I remember correctly, I was I was like right within the window frame that if I did get it, I'd probably still be limping if I got to set. Yeah, they might be shooting pretty quickly after. I had that happen to me once uh, when I was in my skiing accident and I cut my leg open. 
uh, which also oh, prevented yeah. me from playing in the adult league for a bit. Uh, this was a couple years ago, and I remember I think I got an audition for like Narcos. Yeah, <laughs> huge. And and I I came in and I'm like, yeah, I'll be I'll probably be off these crutches pretty soon. And she's like, okay, yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a good business. Like, <laughs> so that was the, the the decision. The decision. I have yeah. a question about soccer and aging because, uh, you know, playing basketball, which is a better sport, there are old guys hmm. that yeah, play. It's a, it's a better sport. And yeah. There are old guys that play and, like, know the little tricks and, like, how to run less and, like, can still be effective on the court, but, like, oh, yeah. not as athletic. Are there soccer old guy tricks? Oh, oh yeah, totally. I was already I was already implementing those tricks. I'd play like <laughs> stopper or sweeper, yeah. you know, really like defending and passing and maybe doing one to two offensive sprints and then going back to the back of the field. <laughs> yeah, my uh, when I play uh, soccer with my dad and his friends, they play a, a traditional Thanksgiving game every year. Um, obviously not this year because this past year because of COVID, but they've, they've been playing this game for like 35, 40 years. And those guys are all in their late 50s, early 60s. Is it just spacing? How do you do, like... It's it's playing smart and letting the ball do the running. That's mm-hmm. what all my coaches would say. It's like, you don't have to do all this running. Why are you working so hard? Pass the ball well, and yeah. you won't have to move as much. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. And and for the record, Stuart is nasty at soccer. Oh, thanks, and, man. You're a good player, also, too, man. You, you kill it. You know, and this is the even crazier thing that I love telling people. Renee Lancaster is really good at soccer. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. You play with us too. I get that. It's, he's surprisingly good at basketball too. It's crazy. He's five foot he's three. An guy. He says he's five seven. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he is probably five five. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm five seven, and I think I'm giving myself a little bit of like a half inch liberty. That's yeah. with your hair. Um, you got this great quaff yeah. going today. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's for sure 5'5". Five, five. You tower over him, don't you? <laughs> you know, one could say. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think one of the last times I saw you uh, pre-pandemic was um, in the showcase, right? The CBS no, showcase? No, we saw oh. each yeah. other more recently oh. than that. Oh, really? Okay. All three uh, of us? Well, maybe not all three of us, but... Uh, no, I thought you, you were but, talking to me, Stuart. I'm sorry. No, no I, was not, I was talking to the guest, Luke. Uh, um, it's not about you, dude. <laughs> it will be soon. I have a it game coming yeah. up later. It's going to be fun. Okay. Yeah, you, you were in the CBS showcase, a uh, showcase that I wrote for several years ago, and you did a fantastic job performing in. Um, it was... Uh, <laughs> it's one of those, like, uh, entertainment industry gauntlets in a way yeah. that people don't really... It's, it's basically just... SNL. It feels a little bit like it. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, I mean, in theory, without we... all the TV cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without all the cameras and people yeah, knowing. Man. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, definitely. It was. It was super fun. It was a very busy period. Um, I did see you there. That was awesome. Thank you for coming and supporting. I didn't see. I didn't see you there, huh, bud? You didn't want to come? Well, I think Stuart was hmm. more than supporting. I thought he was writing on it, but then also I... I <laughs> that was many years ago. I don't stay in the room for, like when I'm at my job, when I'm supposed to watch comedy, so I don't go... <laughs> I don't yeah. also watch other stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's a good assessment. It, they tried to model what would be, I guess, a typical SNL week. Obviously not as rigorous, but like when we were preparing for it... and I think just it was as different. much cocaine. Dude, well, actually, oh, you'll, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Okay. During Stewart's Allegedly. time, it might have been more rigorous. We would have to meet 
on Monday with ideas, like pitches, yeah. for a few hours. And then on Wednesday, we show up, or, or by Tuesday night, we need to submit the written ideas that got approved. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, we read all those ideas. Wednesday night, you edit the ones that get selected to move even more forward. Those are due by Thursday. And then Friday, you would block them and act them out. And then those would either get approved or denied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were building a bank of sketches to choose for the ultimate shows. Yeah. And yeah, then and for- some new up-and-comer who's really good goes up to a, an old, bitter guy who's coming back to host and calls him a medium talent, right? That always <laughs> yeah, happens. Yeah, that's exactly it. Pretty much, pretty much. The um, Wow. The, what the a lampoon. Thing, yeah, the crazy thing that I remember was we, we met for like four months doing this, this, yeah. this process. You're either meeting like twice a week or three times a week. And then by the last month and a half, it was almost every day that we were doing stuff. You'd, yeah. And, my goal as a writer, because you know the the idea is it is a diversity showcase. We're trying to you know open up uh, you know people's eyes to some very talented non you know straight mi- straight white men and women. Yeah, uh, boo. <laughs> but they let. But they Stuart, let. What but, was your thing? You were left-handed. How did you get? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, I got a mole in a weird spot. Uh, <laughs> they let us. Um, they let us write for the show, which is crazy. Like I thought that was apparently, but I was only one of like. 12 straight white dudes and then there were a yeah. bunch of writers that were not so and that was like considered like the most diverse writing staff um, one of yeah. 12 straight white dudes that were yeah. writing yeah but there were like 40 people writing uh, yeah and, that's too many the previous regime had a little bit looser restrictions and also yeah. more stringent uh, specifications on why how are they there wanted. so many writers on one showcase i mean well, this, yeah, it was so, also turnover like some people would like tr- do it for a little bit and then realize they couldn't do it or yeah got a job and didn't have time and so th- i would say three years ago yes yeah well they did three years ago they changed the format and they would only bring in like 10 to 12 cbs showcase alumni to write mm-hmm. and then last year the one i was in same thing i think we had 10 to 12 if i remember correctly and then this year, they obviously had to change the format completely because of COVID, and they yeah. did it all over Zoom with this less performers. Pandemic. The freaking pandemic. I'm have you guys over heard of it? it, bro. Dude, I'll tell you what. This Me personally? <laughs> yeah, people be getting sick. <laughs> I had it. You did? I did. Oh, oh man. No. Open to discussing. I had why it. Did, why? Why'd you get it? You know, I did my best. I think How we've are you been booking everything. <laughs> I'm booking not. commercials you book COVID who books COVID who books it <laughs> dude we've been keeping a little marker board in our kitchen of at first we thought it was a funny joke we're like Wuhan locked down for 78 days so we were keeping track of the days yeah and I think I got I got mine about 310 days in I think or 320 oh, wow. days in but yeah one day my roomie was like I think I got a cold and I was like yeah all right that happens we didn't really like panic or anything because he wasn't feeling like incredibly shitty. Yeah. And then the next day he got a test just to be safe. And then that night he was like, well, <laughs> it's the one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we like, so we immediately started, it. well, we immediately started isolating and I thought we had like a really great, uh, structure in place. I took my first test and it comes back negative. So I'm yeah. like, dude, I, for some reason didn't get it. I take another test. It was positive the whole time. I only oh, wow. lost my sense of smell, and I felt achy one day. No coughing, no sneezing, no fever. So I got super lucky. I was mostly asymptomatic. Dude, that, I mean, that's great. I'm glad that you made it through and that it's mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't too strenuous. I, uh, I've i been lucky that I haven't gotten it, and the, the people that I've been potting with have not 
gotten yeah. it as far as we can tell. I've been tell. lucky. I've also been correct in doing everything that I do, and I haven't yeah. got it. And yeah. uh, I have a buddy well, who had it who has COVID. He had the COVID toes. He had his toes oh, like someone just up. told me about that. Yeah. My buddy in San Diego. Your toes get it's all like, ugly. <laughs> that is so bizarre. Of all Wait. the things... That's the one I wouldn't want to get. Wait, so how do they get ugly, Luke? Do they, like, get deformed? Or do they get, like, discolored? They really say mean things that cut deep. <laughs> like, it gets ugly. You know what I mean? Oh like, it, they get really, ugly. like, too personal. Yeah. Where they, they spiral like, and Christ. they take you down with Cause, them. Because they know all about you because they're part of you, so they mm-hmm. can really get to your mm-hmm. inner, like, doubt very easily. the angle easily. that they're looking up at you is, like, that's that's ugly in itself. Yeah, that's, totally. yeah. Oh, a terrible angle. Yeah, a terrible angle. Well, the funny thing, speaking of showcase, I got crazy sick last December. I'm still part of the camp who thinks they had COVID before COVID was like in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. I was so sick December. I remember it was Christmas till like the second week of February, and in January is the time where you're meeting every single day. Yeah. I'm literally I'm carrying cough drops, rubitussin, honey, rubitussin. Yeah. Yeah, rub a tussin. I can't remember, but I'm like, you I'm just like, rub a tussin. I rub a tussin. I'm like open, openly and loudly sick. No one cares. No one says anything. No mm. one's like, you should stay home. Oh, you know, then hard cut to this year when I get the actual diagnosis that I have COVID and I feel completely fine. And they're like, you can't fucking go anywhere, okay? You mm-hmm. stay inside your apartment for 10 days. Yep. It's just crazy. I think, I think things are for sure going to change how people treat any sort of illness moving yeah, forward. Yeah, everyone's super sensitive to it now, I think. Or at least more people are. I mean, this country, you know? <laughs> you know? Time America. off. Let, let me get off from work if I'm sick. But that's Europe, and that's... We can't even do that, <laughs> Yeah, that's you know? crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I got super sick during uh, writing for the showcase as well. So I think just being in that high-pressure environment... It's a entry yeah. dish. You're trying, you're it's trying like to create a live show. Yeah, I got. Oh, and I'm, I'm all going using out every the same night. Microphone, like, yeah, it's a, yeah, and you're, you're and you're also a stand-up comedian, so like you're you're getting out and doing shows whenever oh, you dude. can, and like it's a you're, it's you're bound to you know decrease your immune system's ability yeah. to fight off shit. It's probably the busiest I've ever been, like artistically. I put air quotes up. I forget this is in video. Uh, <laughs> and then now, dude, now if I have like one day where I have to do a bunch of stuff, even if it's over Zoom, I'm like, ugh. I'm exhausted. Can't even. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm over this pandemic, really. I me too. Yeah. Yeah. Hell money? Yes. <laughs> Have you um is there something that you've begun to enjoy more since you've been staying home a lot more? Me? No, I'm talking to guest Luke. <laughs> um cuz yes. That's a good question. I mean, I, I really did like the fact that we were forced to like reset the first few months and be like, "All right, what was I doing that really wasn't, you know, beneficial to my health, psyche, or even career? Mm-hmm. But I think now I'm on the flip side of it, whereas like I've had too much time, so I'd rather go back to doing some of those things that annoyed me. So like, I feel like in the first few months you're like, you know, did I have to go to a show in Silver Lake because I wanted to see a friend and you know schmooze or drink? And then you're like, you know, probably not. You could have stayed home and done something else. Now I'm like, dude, I would kill. To go to some shithole show mm-hmm. <laughs> at the fucking what was that shithole bar in Silver Lake? They used to have shows. Um, Which one? I there, mean, yeah, there were several. Shortstop uh, was it? Shortstop? No, the shortstop was shortstop a little, was joy. little joy. Little joy. Little joy was joy. another now, one. Now I'd kill to go to Little Joy yeah. and watch four people do comedy. So yeah, to yeah, nobody. Was it Verdugo bar way out there? Go to oh like, Verdugo bar, like in yeah. Eagle Rock, go all the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm definitely you know I've obviously 
enjoying my personal time here at home, but fuck, man, it's it's time. Yeah, you're I've social- learned the lessons. It's yeah, time I'm to move on. Yeah, I'm over the pandemic. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I'm a little bit more introverted personally. I know you're more of a social guy mm-hmm. than I am, Greg. Uh, mm-hmm. Greg's you're, cool. Uh, you're, na- <laughs> you're, in, you're naturally better at uh, the the, sh- the the schmooze and the uh, the rubbing elbows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just went, yeah, no, uh, not gonna fight that one. <laughs> yeah, I um, is there something that you um that you miss uh, in particular that you really didn't think you'd miss aside from like you know going to going to bars oh dude and this is going to be very uh actory i actually miss auditions i miss in-person auditions i have a lot of friends be like man i love it dude. you put on zoom you do it from home i'm like no 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 thank you i'd miss being in a room i'd rather bomb in a room than bomb in my bedroom mm. under two lights that I've set up and right. a backdrop and this equipment that I've purchased. It stings a little the worse. The problem with Zoom shows, I've said it before and I'm sick of this pandemic, but I <laughs> will, uh, like, you know, if you if you bomb a Zoom show in your living room, like, where are you, where are you gonna go? Yeah. You, that's where you go. Like, I, I, I can't leave now. I'm stuck here <laughs> yeah. in the bomb. Yeah, it hurts. Stink. Hey, yeah, Superman it's stinky can't Tim. bomb in his fortress of solitude. That's the whole point of it. You gotta... Yeah. It's stinky town. <laughs> and I miss, I also miss going to a, see a movie at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That's a hot take. Whoa. <laughs> You're blowing my pandemic, bro. Mine. Yeah. There's like limited, I don't know, like our friends and I, have, we've taken some calculated risks in our pod when we decide mm-hmm. to like hang as a group and, uh, there's just those times where you're just like, oh, I just like, I miss being able to like do something and then go, you know what? I'm going to go hit the movie theater on the way home. I'm just going to go, you know, like we have no more, there's no more like impromptu mm-hmm. things. Everything's now is like very calculated. I go to, I like, used to go to lunch alone. That was my move. I go to nice. lunch alone in a restaurant and sit around, you know, whatever. See? But still, that's great. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, d- I feel like we're going to come back to a, a much more paranoid, like group of, you know, peers and friends, you know, everyone's yeah. going to be like, even when many people are vaccinated and we're getting to that herd immunity everyone's talking about. I think people will be paranoid, but also a lot of people are going to be all over each other. I mean, they're already all over each other. Yeah, Yeah. I think people are dying to get back out there. (laughs) (laughs) Dying to get back. I'm sorry, I stepped on your joke. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I wasn't joking. I think people really are dying. I guess they are, literally. They're dying to get out there. They're dying to get back out there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you I, were joking. I gave you the benefit of the joke. There. <laughs> I know, I know people, and the troubling thing is that I'm starting to hear these news stories where they're saying you're you starting. Know, wow. I'm starting to hear these news stories. Okay. Have you heard of this thing called the news? It's pretty great. It keeps mm. happening. Oh man, it keeps coming. Manipulative. Yeah, I hear, I hear that too. But I heard it was woman manipulative. Woo, nice dude. <laughs> The um, but these news stories are saying that you you can start if you if everyone's vaccinated and you've done your two weeks and you can you can start to you can start to you know, hug your grandkids or hug your grandparents yeah. and you know make those things. What happen. What if I don't have either of those things? Well, then you can hug your someone else's grandkids. Yeah, you could. Hu- that's yeah, there good. You go. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, hug, that's a good. grandkid. <laughs> uh, and I everybody's I'm, somebody's grandkid. Yeah, that's, that's true. a good point. Yeah, and I do feel do you like guys. Do you guys miss, uh, what do you guys miss the most? Let's hear your side. Besides you? Yeah, huh? Uh, yeah, I, m- I miss Greg. Wow. That's, you're, you're like in the top five of the I miss, I miss uh, um, you know, like taking showers or just having a nice quiet night in, uh, mm, like cooking. Okay. 
and doing the dishes. This is uh, all the stuff I miss. Okay, yeah. well, uh, hey, come on over here. We got we got some stuff for you to do. <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chore boy Luke. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Chore boy El Money. Yes. I, I miss Thank I you. miss traveling to uh, cities that I otherwise would have no interest traveling to to go do a oh, gig. Yeah, for sure. I miss I mean like, even traveling to places like like I, I love the comics in Fresno, but like I was never like looking forward specifically to being in the city of Fresno. I was yeah. looking forward to performing for those people in that moment. But I really I really miss like the anticipation of like we got a yeah. gig and I'm driving yeah. to it. This pandemic Dude. is more like friends know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny you say that. I just did it sidewalk shows oh, at sidewalk. the American Comedy Company. Oh. Is that where they're doing it on the sidewalk? Yeah, wow. and it was actually it was really great, and I was telling my girlfriend. Where do they yeah, have, have enough girlfriend. sidewalk? Sorry, you, you, I interrupted your no, story. No, okay. literally right in front of their space. They just do kind of like what all these other restaurants have done, and they just set up like a rectangle of about forty to fifty chairs, and two of two of the nights sold out. Obviously, it's forty to fifty chairs, but it was wild to see people were again dying to get back out yeah. there to yeah. to watch someone perform on a sidewalk. Yeah. And it was great. And I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, man, I, I forget what it's like to be, even if it's some place that I used to live at, to be somewhere for like three days and be like, where am I going to get lunch today? And like, I have seven hours to kill before I have to go do, mm-hmm. you know, X it's amount work. of time of work. Yeah. It's going to, it's, and then I was, I kind of also noticed like my stamina was off too. Like, you know, back in the day I would go on like, Billy and I would like go somewhere for a weekend and I'd be like, all right, we'd, we'd day drink, we'd do our shows, we'd party at night with people. I went to do this one weekend and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing like, even if you're doing like 20 minutes max yeah. or something like that. It's, <laughs> I, I, I did 15. The only outdoor like distance show I've done in the pandemic was on Halloween in Venice. And I was outdoors and I, I did 15 minutes and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt exorcised just like yeah just like my soul had left my body a little bit mm-hmm. i've never bombed right we've Shoot. established i've that never thing. seen you bomb mm-hmm. yeah that's that's very good <laughs> yeah <laughs> the absence of evidence is clearly the evidence of absence mm, there we go <laughs> lawyer sustained <laughs> lawyer sustained <laughs> oh man uh it's yeah, I, I do. The travel is really what it is. It's the yeah. that travel element. Um, but it's looking like it's it's a possibility. That that's the weird thing. We're in that time right now where it's like it's Suppositor- suppository, <laughs> suppository, suppository. We're we're in the fourth quarter, and it's going to be like two fourth quarters. Like, but we're close. It's so overtime. We're running to the clock down. But you know, so is COVID. So is COVID. I'm yeah. going to give a guess. I'm going to give a crazy guess. Indoor full capacity July. Uh, which state? California? Us. Yeah. Wow. That's a... I, and here's my, I, here's I'm, my, scared. I'm scared. Here's my uneducated thesis. If Biden fulfills his promise of getting the vaccine to everybody, regardless of tier, by the mm-hmm. end of May, how can you tell a business they can't open if it's on some person who doesn't want to take it? Yeah. I mean, if, if even if, like, you know, I guess that's, what that's, herd immunity is like 80%. You know, yeah. The, okay. My yeah. whole house had it. <laughs> you got very, Dude, also, you got very... <laughs> while my whole house had it my neighbors got it indirectly oh, wow. and then i knew two people in my neighborhood who are friends of mine that had it as well and in like one week period it was crazy i knew so many people that had gotten it mm-hmm. and also one of the people well, that it's got not it, crazy it's a very infectious disease that's spreading throughout i guess you know the world. that's a good point and that Luke. half a million people have died from in this country alone so 
this is the scary thing. One of our friends who uh, got it is very strict, very, very strict and contracted it. And the only assumption was it must have been from like going shopping. Grocery store. Yeah, yeah grocery store. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's that's the, the crazy thing. To, I, I'm trying not to be like too like I want to be strict about it, but I don't want to be so strict that like if I were to catch something, then it would be like it would break me <laughs> just right, psychologically. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I was on top of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> <laughs> <I> did it? <laughs> Who sent you? <laughs> yeah, set yeah. a low bar. I love that. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, July. Yeah, it's, being um, a C student, then when you get an A, it's like, it's like <laughs> look at look at me. You're like, Holy Dad's crap. not gonna yell tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg, you grew up in Vegas, and mm-hmm. I'm always fascinated with the the concept of growing up in Vegas because you know it never seems like a thing. You know, it, yeah, it, it it doesn't seem like that's never the thing that we see on TV is like this family lives in the suburbs of Vegas. And yeah in a sitcom or anything like that um did your what's up with zizix that's what i always ask oh zizix road what a fun one that's when you know you're getting close yeah, yeah. well yeah but it's it's still deceptively far away from vegas yep and you pass through but once you see zizix you're like all right i got at least 45 minutes maybe an hour yeah. i think yeah is there hmm. Is there was there anything that you remember from growing up in play the, the slots as a kid? Yeah, like were your parents like working in the uh, Las Vegas yeah. strip industry? My parents are Cuban immigrants. Uh, Hollywood likes diversity, so please highlight that clip online. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and in Havana, there was casinos. So when okay. Fidel shuts down these casinos, a lot of the Cubans went to Vegas. Oh, okay. My dad flees Cuba. He when he was eighteen, then he fights in the Bay of Pigs. And wow. then he, yeah, he's got a pretty, my grandfather too. Wow. My grandfather got caught and my dad went back to Miami. And when my grandfather got released from Cuban prison, my dad uh, was offered a job in Vegas by like a, a friend. He was like, we, you know, everyone, the Cubans are out here and we got jobs. So why don't you come out here? Yeah. So that's the origin story. So, and then wow, my, that's some CIA craziness. Oh, the, dude. And yeah, he's, I, I literally... Just well, not just. I've been work trying to do this for months. My dad's not the most technologically advanced person, but I told him to purchase a, a a voice recorder on Amazon and just like to start telling all these stories, without the fear of like having to tell me or like fear of <laughs> statutes of limitations. I'm like, dude, yeah. I'd love to hear all the stuff you did. Yeah. So yeah, so my dad worked in the casinos his whole career in Vegas. He was a baccarat dealer and a blackjack dealer. Mm. Okay. And then is, is a mom, baccarat dealer a croupier or is that just for craps? That's I'm to be honest, I've never heard that. Croupier. Croupier? I've never heard that term croupier. I've never heard that. I guess I'm just a classy Dude. degenerate more so. Yeah. Than wow. you. Yeah. yeah. Luke's a high class dame. Hell yeah. <laughs> and my mom, she worked um for a few casinos as an usher for like shows. So mm. she used to usher for like Mystiere and Cirque du Soleil. So sure. I remember those shows as a kid. And then in high school, she was an usher for Jubilee, which was like an old school topless review. Oh, and she wow. would, dude, she would love to like be like, hey, do you want to come see the show this weekend? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I would take my friends. So this, like, this is exactly what people think of when they think of a kid growing yes, up in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. I'm like 60. I remember taking, oh, I actually might have been 18 at the time. I was dating this girl. Um, and I was 18 and we went there nice. we just went because like they also like take a photo of you at your booth it's like a very like you know Vegas show-esque thing yeah uh, so yeah so they're very entrenched in the casino industry but as a youth you don't really 
party there as much as one would think. My generation, I'm 37. Because they're super strict, right? You'd have to... No, so, like, yeah, I would I would say now more so than when I was there. Uh, yeah. But, like, the culture of the Strip used to be kind of, like, family-friendly. So, like, when I was growing up, it was, like, the Mirage has this uh, volcano show on the sidewalk, and the Treasure Island has this yeah. pirate show. Yeah. And I stayed the at forum. Excalibur as a, as yeah, a kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was, like, There's, the, there's that stuff. show. <laughs> yeah. I'd say right when I was exiting Vegas in my when I was nineteen twenty, they started to like kind of like rebrand. Like the Treasure Island turned into the TI, and like ah. lounges and clubs started to become mm. popular, like Club Light. And then you know now it's like you know mega pools and clubs, right. and yeah, the, the the day party thing, right? And yes. there is like DJ residencies. Is, yeah, exactly. So as a kid, wow. I think we started going to the strip with our fake IDs when I was like. 18 to I left when I was 19 because I was like I gotta get out of there but yeah right when I was like 18 we would go down and I had my brother's real ID because my brother's three and a half years older than me mm-hmm. and he just went and got another one sure and at that time back in the day the uh the IDs your face would be like at a 45 degree angle so whenever <laughs> I would give a bouncer whenever I would give a bouncer my ID I would kind of like look to the right <laughs> Like, as if that was going to be like, oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. see it. Oh, but okay. it worked. I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> I've never really thought my brother and I look incredibly similar. He's a little bit darker. He looks more Latino than me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And But I've had so many friends be like, no, dude, you guys look alike. So I was like, all right, let's see if this shit works. And I, I never got questioned. And so it could be part that we look alike or part the 45-degree angle trick. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you a little me. Yeah. But yeah, Vegas is too much fun is what I tell people. There's... The thing I love is that I grew up with friends that I have known since the first grade. From first grade uh, to senior year in high school, I knew like the same And 20 everyone's kids. got an angle, see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your angle, kid? Yeah. Um, F- Phil the very... worm is, is he's grifting <laughs> old folks at the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very local, family driven. Like you always can, if you need something at some place, some casino or some club or bar or just something locally in town, you could always find it through degrees of separation and then the flip side of it is that i knew way too many people that got way too into drugs way mm-hmm. too into you know gambling and you know i had a lot of f- friends and then friends of friends that od'd by like 20 22 oh, 23 wow so it's a gift and a curse it's it's a fun 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 place and it's unique that i grew up there but also it's dude it's a wild place i love yeah. gambling it sounds like a great place to learn boundaries really young just like, oh, oh, for sure. Oh, I know what my limit is super quick. Yeah. I remember getting <laughs> or, to or college. Or you don't. And, yeah. yeah or so. you don't. Exactly. Yeah. And then and you never escape. The, that's the ultimate lesson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember getting to college and people were like wiling out and I was like, no, I've, I've done this, you know? Yeah. I've been mm-hmm. there. It's time to <laughs> learn, everybody. Act like yeah. you've been there before, bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, act like you've shotgunned a bunch of beers and <laughs> snorted an Oxycontin, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what college? So my freshman year, I went to a college in Seattle called Seattle Pacific University. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine from Vegas went there to play soccer, and I just kind of like tagged along because I really didn't do much research. Party school? Um, God, no. It was a private Christian school. It, uh. I made a very terrible decision. <laughs> I'm happy that I met some of the people I did there, but overall, dude, like the resident advisor was like, he was like always lurking over my roommate and I because you could tell that we were like, cool. you know, we weren't as strictly religious as the rest of the kids yeah and um yeah it was just too strict we got drug tested this is actually one of my favorite stories pretty sure the statute of limitations are fine one day we <laughs> uh, allegedly this happened 
Allegedly, yeah, this, this is, happened. This is an alleged story. My roommate and I would smoke pot. It was like the dude. It was the greatest pot I've ever smoked in my life because it was the Pacific Northwest. Sure. Yep. Yeah. And one day the RA is like, "Hey, there's a rumor that you and uh, your your roommate um, were smoking marijuana this weekend. And since we're at a private school, we can drug test you whenever we see fit." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "So on Monday we're gonna have you drug test." And he was like, "I can't remember, but I know that we had." Why uh, do Why do they give you? time to stress over Dude, and like try right? to drink a million Gatorades and like <laughs> so you already know what's gonna happen I believe I'm pretty sure we had yes we had more than 48 hours because we go to like the local smoke shop shave your head and my friend <laughs> yeah my friend my my roommate because he hadn't smoked within these 48 hours he took this detox pill set that was recommended for like, you know, not for people with who had smoked the 48. Because I had, I had to do this crazy tea that was so disgusting, I couldn't do it. So I just went, you know what? I'm going to dilute my test. And I started just chugging water the morning of the test. Chug, 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 chug. My roommate and I take the test. He fails. Mine comes back diluted. So the RA is like, hey, yours is diluted. You drank too much water. And I go, whoopsies. And he goes, you got to take another one tomorrow so then that day i didn't know they could tell it was too diluted yeah if you dilute the test the the drug place says like oh no this guy took too much water we couldn't get anything out of it so so now you just drink water all the time (laughs) no but check this out now i turn into like a freaking mad scientist i go to the (laughs) local sporting store and i get hand warmers condoms and a thermometer and a little cup I start testing that if I piss into a condom and I keep it on a hand warmer in my underwear, will it stay between, <laughs> I swear, between 90 to 100 degrees? Because it has to be within a certain degree amount for them yeah. to know that it was usable uh, urine. <laughs> and I ran like four to five experiments. And then I, I hit up this guy. I knocked on his door and he was a soccer player. I'm still friends with him now on social media. And uh, I, uh, I was like, hey, man, really weird question. Clean Can I have piss. your urine tomorrow yeah. morning? And he was like, yeah, sure. So the next morning I showed up. He That's pissed great. in a condom. I put it in my tidy whities with a hand warmer. I got to the drug test. Not burning your junk. No, not burning my junk. Just really got to hot. the test, pulled it out. I had. I remember at that time I had this little mini Swiss Army knife on my uh, keychain. Yeah. And I got Smart. there. I cut it. I poured it in, closed it. And I passed the drug test. Hey, wow. allegedly. That's so cool. Allegedly. <laughs> and dude, I'll never forget. The RA called me and he was just like, huh, yeah, so you passed. And I go, never doubt in my mind, dude. I don't take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy because he, I know that he wanted to fuck me over so bad. And I was like, fuck you, you fucking nerd. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it sucks when there's someone who's just like, God out damn. to get you and like I know I'm a big I'm a big like rule follower and I'm like I'm that terrified is such a of like classic the hijink though but yeah yeah that feels like a it reminds me of that like Animal House like Dean Wormwood or whatever who's just like I'll get you off my campus yeah mm-hmm. exactly and it's, it's not like we were bad kids we weren't mean to anyone I never judged anyone for being you know incredibly devout we just yeah. would go and smoke pot on the weekends we were kids in my yeah. dorm they didn't allow candles. And, but my RA uh, almost burned down the dorm because he had candles in his room. Oh, oh yeah. See? Classic. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to get bitten by that one. That was uh, cool. The, yeah. I wish people like at colleges and any like institution where it's like they got these really strict rules. And I know before it's a rule, it's a problem. But I wish they'd set up rules that like we're trying to prevent things that actually hurt people. And like yeah. smoking pot has never hurt anybody. No. It's... 
Yeah, but it was an illegal drug at the time. Whatever. Right. I understand the the old school yeah. rule. The I mean, old days. That's just that's all prohibition. Whatever nonsense. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's like, but if you're if you're actually if someone's actually bullying someone or some or like at, or like trying yeah. to ruin someone's life, like that's far more detrimental to like the community and that and those students. Yeah, for sure. I got just, I got put on a little bit of probation because I allegedly got caught smoking weed in the room it just smelled like it and the RO was like it smells like it and didn't find any <laughs> any more evidence and we were brought oh up my God. and I, I remember going to this trial and I was like how do you even know what weed smells like and he was like I've I've been an RA for three years like, <laughs> like oh yeah well take a look at my pet skunk <laughs> yeah I also used to I, I when I when I would go to parties I would pretend I wouldn't say I was an RA I would just ask for everyone like hey can I see your student ID Make sure you're oh. a purchase, like a purchase college student. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That was a fun move. Yeah. And so did you, you only stayed at that school for a year, Greg? Or? Yeah, I went there for one year. I went back to Vegas to UNLV for one year. And that's when I was like, oh, I, I can't stay here. I was having too much fun, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I, I think you can family. say that sentence. That sentence is not. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Allegedly, I was having too much fun. I was um, having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I had a family friend in San Diego who, the street I grew up on in Vegas, where there's a lot of Cubans on it, this family across the street, one of the daughters marries this businessman from San Diego. And then they had kids around when my parents had kids. So we kind of all grew up together. Mm-hmm. And I remember just calling him. He was this uh, older Jewish businessman. And he was always like very Yoda like. Like if I think about a lot of the lessons I've learned in life, yentl. like he was, I think you're thinking he was yentl. my college a yentl. Yeah, <laughs> I remember calling him and I was like, I would love to work for you. I need to leave. I would like to leave Las Vegas, and I'm wondering if I could, if I move to San Diego, would you give me a job? And he was like, Yeah, of course. And I remember I'll never forget when I moved there. He we were like out one night uh, having dinner or something, and he pulled me aside and he was like, I know you moved here for more reasons than you've told me, uh, and if you ever need anything, just let me know. He's like, call me. And I was like, oh, he's perceptive. <laughs> I'm sure that I didn't Listen, look my best. You know in, I mean? in my mind, <laughs> he was trying to be your plug. Like, he's like, I got, I got the <laughs> yeah. goods. Hit yeah. me up if you ever need candy is, yeah. or whatever. This is going to be a surefire customer. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then I ended up working for him for six and a half years. And here's a little fun fact. He knew that my, he, like, he had seen me grow up my whole life. He knew that I was a freaking attention loving idiot. And he enrolled me in a comedy class at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sandy? And that's where I met Sandy Seashore. And Sandy I met Taylor Seashore. Williamson. Yeah. You met uh, who? Taylor Williamson was in that class when he was still in high school. Wow. Oh, what a loser. Yeah. <laughs> was, I know, right? Friend of the He's pod. always like, he's like, Friend stop telling people that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was on an episode a few weeks ago. That's really good. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. I love that. And dude. Literally, he then and then he became my comedy Yoda because like he went on to pursue his dreams. I went on to work for my family friend until I finally got sick of it. And mm-hmm. I remember like a year before I was like ready to start, I would reach out to Taylor and be like, "All right, dude, I'm, I think I'm gonna get. I'm think I'm gonna try this." And he'd be like, "All right, get ready, dude. It's fucking brutal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild, man. That's a what a what a fun way to get into uh, to comedy. It's yeah. Uh, I took that class and then I went back to working for uh, Bob and then around like 20, I was like 26. I remember going to the Irvine Improv and I saw Kyle Kinane and then I was like, that really like jolted what I perceive comedy to be. I was like, wait a minute, this guy looks cool. He's telling great stories. He's, I mean, it just like rocked me and I was like, oh, 
okay, it's time. And then I remember, I think I started when I was like late 26 or 27. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, here we are now, man. Ten <laughs> years later. We made it. We, we made, made it. it. <laughs> we made it. Yeah, that's wild, man. That, I'm, that's I'm, a good I'm, story. I, You know, I'm, I like when comedians, and often are more, it happens they're more funny when comedians start a little bit later than like 18, 19, 20. Yeah. yeah. Because you've lived, oh. you've lived a little I've bit. Lived. And you're not like a fucking nightmare when you're just first starting out also. Yes. It's, yeah. It's easier to be around. That's a good point. And your confidence is different because, like, the confidence of an 18 to 22-year-old is insane. Yeah. Yep. And obviously you need to have confidence and delusion to do any of this. But, like, mm-hmm. it's it's more subdued the later. But, like, injuries, they get. just bounce back easier. Yes. You yeah. do when you're young. It's yeah. just yeah, sure. science. It's, it's science. Ever heard of it? Yeah. Well, that and that, that was Read my experience. Read a book. Was, I, I started when <laughs> I was, you know, 18 going on 19. This, this week is actually, like, 12 years since I since I started. And it's um, it's one of those yeah I, I i don't know if i would have done it i definitely would have done it the same way let alone do it at all if i had started later yeah yeah i think i met you while you were still in college uh yeah probably i think yeah. i i i just Timeline finished when out. i moved here and i but i definitely visited here and i got to know a bunch of people on the couple times that i visited and i remember meeting folks like you know jesus trejo and willie hunter and uh, probably you greg and, uh, yeah. and billy and uh, who's been on the show as well? And, mm-hmm. you know, it was one of those. Um, all those, like, oh, all those comics have been on the show. On God, that we're good. sweet, sweet patio. Do you guys think? No. What's the hang going to be like? Oh. Well, the only I, vaccinated people. Like, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be asking. There are some anti-vax people. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, va- do you think the hallway will be filled? The hallway. Is that going to be a thing where people in the hallway talking? Um. Yeah, I think I think with comics, I think there's going to be some so many people who are so overwhelmed with emotion to like see people that they're just going to like hug people because I know people have been doing that already throughout the pandemic when mm-hmm. there have been things at the store. You know, yeah. uh, you know when they were doing roast battle there, like uh, Anna went to go judge a roast battle and there were a bunch of people who were trying to hug her and she's like, "Up, oh, nope, <laughs> yeah. sorry, uh, not <laughs> happening." <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, love you, but get away from me." Uh, yeah. The mm. I have a feeling there's going to yeah. be a lot of people. Personal like boundaries that. at the store has always been a problem, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that and place, I'd like that to say that encourages mischief. Those mm-hmm. those couple times that Crystalia got mad at me is like I can really say, <laughs> look who came out on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, oh, L Money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of Luke, I think this is a good point in the show. Go to your game. We're yeah. gonna do we're gonna do a Luke quiz. Luke quiz. Okay. And these are multiple choice questions mm-hmm. that have an answer. It's n- that's never gonna be D all of the above because that's for lazy test writers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Correct. Okay. So, Luke, and you've how, written this test. Yeah, I think Stuart knows me p- pretty well, and I think he's gonna get a lot of them wrong. Greg, now how do you <laughs> feel about your knowledge of me and my psyche? Wow. Oh, your psyche? Mm-hmm. Because this I is me and my it. test, boy. I think I have a good understanding of your psyche. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think that? Oh, your your demeanor, your voice on stage, your voice online. I Pretty think consistent. I know what's uh, what's ticking up there. Wow. Okay. Could be wrong. I think you're going to be surprised then. Okay. Okay. Here we we'll go. See. Question number one: What is Luke's mm-hmm. favorite animal? Or should I just say mine? I think I'm going to go with Luke's. Yeah. Yeah. Luke's. Yeah. Okay. Refer yourself you. in the, to yourself in the third person. Is it a? A big scary bird? 
Is it B, a fast lizard that looks slimy, but it isn't? C, tacos? Or D, my friend Stuart? <laughs> okay. I think it's B, the lizard. Okay, Stuart? Uh, I, I want to lean... I want to lean lizard. I think Greg, you got a good point with this one, but I, having worked with you a lot, Luke, uh, yeah. I would say that you do demean me, but you do also <laughs> like me. So I wouldn't be surprised if I am your favorite animal. Okay, very interesting. I'm glad neither of you went for tacos because everyone knows I like burritos more. Mm, Luke's um, a man. <laughs> a big scary bird, too scary. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> the answer is, uh, it's, it was very close. It's a very oh. close, it's like, it's basically like 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. And it's got, mm-hmm. it's got to be the lizard. I'm sorry. Oh, nice. Stuart. Yeah, right. it was, I mean, Greg. this was in my, yes. yeah, it's, well, it's one for one. It's, Cause he, he looks slimy, <laughs> but he isn't. And he's also very fast. Yeah. So that's why, uh, good me, qualities. Me likey. Okay. Um, this, this is an, 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 the next question. This is the next question. <laughs> what is Luke's favorite color? Is it A, poop brown? Is it B, healthy green poop? Is it C, unhealthy yellow poop color call a doctor? Dude. Or is it D, rednecks? Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like it's trickery to do two B's in a row, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, C, the yellow unhealthy poop. <laughs> okay, interesting, Stuart. Um, yeah, <laughs> having lived with you for about five years and you always having this bathroom routine where you would go into the bathroom and okay, you love bringing this up. <laughs> you would have two loud liquid shits. With space oh, twenty minutes I can't apart. help him. I can't help that's how like, loud it is. Like my you can. You can eat better. Uh, the, uh, wow. Uh, I, I'm gonna say the green one, the B. Ah. Uh, it is green poop. It is healthy ah, green. Oh, yes. I was gonna say that. Yeah, and I and you you know your reasons were totally incorrect, but how you got to like how you got to the answer was incorrect. So if this was hell. a math test, I would have marked you down a point. But Many still paths you the right to answer. Rome, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I, I, I so... have a bunch more. We don't have to do many more. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could, I think we, brought, we can do a couple more. Um, okay. Let's do two more. Great. What is Luke's favorite social media beef? Is it social A, media beef. Andy Kindler hating Bill Maher <laughs> for religion reasons? <laughs> is it B, Whoopi and Meghan McCain? Whoopi Goldberg and Meghan McCain. Is it C, Ben Shapiro and every woman? Or is it D, Tim Dillon faking being angry all the time the way Stevie Wonder isn't really blind? Tim Dillon isn't angry. Uh, uh, wow, this is a tough one. Uh, it is tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, your favorite Twitter beef. Yes, definitely... think about my psyche and how much you know. It's yeah, it's just social media psyche. beef. Stuart, do you have an answer? I think I do, but I want to. I want to give it to the guest. Uh, what was C answer. again? C is Ben Shapiro and every woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's, to me, I think it's either C or D. 
And I'm going to go with C, Ben Shapiro and every woman. Okay. Got and it. you do, just so everyone knows, this is a new rule I just made up. You do have lifelines and they can be whatever you want. Mm. <laughs> okay. 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 And, but that. I don't have to honor them. Do uh, St- Stuart, <laughs> I can also lie to you. Okay, got it. Got it. Stuart, what is your answer? Uh, I'm going to guess D, Tim Dillon, uh, being fake mad at things. Okay. The way well, Stevie Wonder I, is not really blind. That um, that is very interesting. Every I, I will go on record saying Andy Kindler is my favorite comedian, but yeah. it is uh, D. Tim oh, Dillon faking being angry because dang. he's doing it just to get rich the way Stevie Wonder did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mad, well, we, we can talk about mad money. <laughs> yeah. That's that's nice, Stuart. Um, uh, this is the last question. What is Luke's best quality? And then in parentheses, no mean answers allowed. Is it... <laughs> A, humility. Is it B, how humble and nice I am? Is it C, how funny I am without rubbing it in anyone's face? Okay. Or D, how much I apologize and mean it? Wow. Hmm. Okay. So talk talk your answers out and you have your lifelines, remember, which is yeah. literally anything you want. All right, Greggy, what do you think? Well, you I don't think you ever apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hmm. Can you repeat the answers again? Yes, this is A. Uh, what is Luke's best quality? Is it A, humility? B, how humble and nice I am? C, how funny I am without rubbing it in anyone's face? And D, how much I apologize and mean it? Wow. Hmm. Okay. It's going to be C. C, how funny I am without rubbing it in anyone's face. Okay, interesting answer. Why do you think that? Well, because that one's clearly not the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Because you are funny, but you you point it out to people. Sometimes (laughs) mid-set. It's okay. That's an interesting point. I didn't think about that. (laughs) All right. I'm going to say because you are nice now, I'm going to say how humble and nice you are. Because you are nice now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of thinking of changing my answer. <laughs> <laughs> it originally was, which is allowed. It's a Luke quiz. It is allowed. You know, it's a Luke quiz. It's money's game. Mm-hmm. You know, it... it Originally was B, but I think it's C because it is wow. how funny I am without rubbing it in anyone's face. That wow. is your best quality. All right. Wow. Stolen. Wow. It's and, it, and Greg is wrong. I, Greg, Greg picked the answer that he thought I was lying about, but it is. Yeah. These are all accurate things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Interesting. I think, Luke and I think you're changing it because you you can see that I know you better than you know yourself. <laughs> well. <laughs> Wow, that's very interesting. It was going to be B, how humble and nice I am. Right. Yeah. But the way Greg was so wrong made me have to choose that (laughs) as the answer. So I, I, you know, I'll give you half a point for that one, Stuart. Okay. And I'll give Greg uh, a quarter of a point. Fine, I'll take it. I I guess I should have tallied all the points in the beginning. So Stuart got the the first one wrong. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the first one. But it was so close. So, so close. I give Stuart half a point for that one because he chose <laughs> mm-hmm. himself. And Greg Dope. got a whole point. So that's mm-hmm. one to one half. Uh, <laughs> Luke's favorite color. I think you both got that one wrong, right? Or no, the, I, no uh, Stuart I, got I, it right. Oh, it Stuart was. got it right. The green poop. Yes. Okay, great. So you're at one and a half to one. Uh-huh. And favorite social media beef was Tim Dillon being angry. Who got that one? It was Stuart that was again, me. right? Yeah. So Stuart's two yeah. and a half to one. Jeez. And then Luke's best quality. Wow. It was. It, it, you got so you got a half point. That's three. Three. And you mm-hmm. got t- a whole point, which is two. Is very close game. Very, very close, close game. game. But Greg, I'm sorry. Stuart is the winner of Luke's quiz. <sighs> Man. Rigged. <laughs> And it is rigged, and also is, I changed my rigged. mind halfway through to yeah. <laughs> to benefit yeah. you anyway. So yeah, it another loss in the pandemic. Yeah. So at the end of Luke's quiz, at the end of Luke's quiz, it is tradition to declare Luke the winner. So I win because it's, wow. it is it is my quiz, and then I would like to have you give me a round of applause. Wow, it's very quiet applause, but it's soothes my soul anyway and that's been Luke's quiz thank you yeah very hell fun. yeah hell yeah Greg uh, <laughs> thanks for being on this episode yeah, thank you for having me it's been fabulous talking to you Greg yes yeah, plug your social medias and if you don't have a podcast I don't know why you don't everyone I, seems I know, to right? uh, my Instagram is Greg M Santos and that's really all I care about you could find me on Twitter at Gregory Santos don't really not much of a big tweeter and uh, yeah, that's about it. Find Greg. me on the old Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, it's great seeing you, and uh, this was hopefully a fun the next time we see you is in person, man. Yeah, can't wait. I'm excited to see you, and uh, every time I see you in a commercial, it's always um, it's always a blast. I go, there's Greg. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, it's so, fun for me. It's very cool. Uh, well, uh, well, bye everybody. Thanks again. Bye guys. Thanks, what the fuckers. Nice dude. We'll